What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Hat Trick Podcast on MyFantasySportsTalk.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to podcasts. I hope you're listening to the Hat Trick Podcast right now on whatever your favorite uh, site is. Please make sure you continue to subscribe, like, and share this show with your friends and your family. And uh, this is your boy, DDT. It's so great to be back on air again. I'm sorry for the delay, guys. Man, it's been a hectic couple of weeks. I was going to record in Miami. And uh, I was having too much fun, so that didn't happen. <laughs> but uh, a lot of stuff happening in the uh, football world. Uh, we've missed a lot of stuff. We're definitely going to go over a lot of things today. We really have some great questions. I want to I want to tackle these couple of questions here. Uh, as we start moving towards the Premier League season, I just want to announce a few things to you guys, things that are going on, things I want you guys just to know. Uh, so I have a... Uh, uh, Obviously, my um, my predictions for the Premier League table. I'm working on that right now, and that should be, uh, you know, that should be up on the site. But I was honestly thinking about, you know, maybe asking you guys if you want me to do my top five, uh, right here, or my top uh, my my top Premier League predictions for the placement here on the show, and that way you guys can find them out there. So you know, I might do like a, a just an article or two about that, and then I probably will uh, go into depth about it. Because obviously with the Premier League season going on, that's going to be our heaviest coverage going into this year. And then obviously we're going to talk about Serie A with Ronaldo at Juventus. We'll definitely keep an eye on that. Uh, definitely take a look at La Liga without Ronaldo. Keep track of that. Bundesliga. You know, obviously there's supposed to be some changes going on at Bayern Munich. So there's a lot of things that are going on. So, you know, it's it's a really good time to just, you know, have those predictions out. And we'll probably talk about predictions for the other teams. Uh, and the other tables, we'll definitely can go over those if you guys want to. And if you have the uh, uh, the questions up, I will definitely talk about it and answer them. And we'll get uh, your guys as much info and as much uh, as much help as you need. You know, letting you know what how your teams are going to be doing this year. So definitely going to be talking about that. Uh, we're definitely going to keep going uh, forward. Uh, obviously with the uh, the hat trick mailbag, and I want to start. Uh, with this question here, this is a question for uh, uh, for Eden from e- for about Eden Hazard, and I want to jump into this. This is Trevor from Minnesota. Uh, Trevor's asking if Eden Hazard goes to Real Madrid, who will follow and who will leave? Uh, who will follow? Probably as many people as possible, because Real Madrid is a premier club where you really want to. If you want to take your time in, 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 in European football, Real Madrid's a good place to say you've played. Uh, I think uh, I think Eden Hazard going to Real Madrid is not on the table at the moment, but it's definitely still a possibility. I think we'll see as the deadline approaches and if uh, rumors start to swirl, I think you'll see that move happen sooner than later. Uh, rumored guys are supposed to be following him. Robert Lewandowski uh, is wanting to leave Bayern Munich. He could be on his way to Real Madrid, possibly. Uh, Thomas Muller... Is an option. He's always in the transfer market rumors. Uh, I believe Yamas Rodriguez could be on a return loan back to Real Madrid. They'll buy a Munich looking to try and buy the player. We don't really know what's going to go on with that yet, though, so we'll see what's going on. Um, and then who could leave, possibly, if Eden Hazard arrives? Probably Marco Asensio. Probably Marco Asensio. I don't think, uh, I don't think he wants to play behind. I think Marco Asensio is a... A young talent who really needs to get some starting time in Real Madrid. Could become one of the top premier wingers. I don't really know how they could let him walk away, though. And I think they need to try and embrace him as a left winger. Maybe bring in a new striker or have you one they already use. Uh, 
uh, with Gareth Bale already in the lineup. But you have to also remember, Julian Lopetegui is the new coach at Spain, or at Real Madrid, formerly of Spain. We don't know what his uh, intentions are, you know, with the team, and how he wants to mold it, how he wants to change it. You know, you don't really know yet, so we just have to see what happens. We'll take things, you know, little at a time, and we'll know what we want to do. I think, you know, with Eden Hazard going from Chelsea to Real Madrid, it's a definitely a bigger challenge for him. He's proven he's a winner at Chelsea. He needs to prove he's a winner, you know, Champions League-wise, La Liga-wise. It's, it's a very easy league to win if you're Real Madrid because all the other teams can't match you. But it's also a struggle to get past Barcelona and Atletico Madrid and also to get those little upsets every now and then. But Champions League is what he's really going to try and pursue after if Eden Hazard goes to Real Madrid for big money. Obviously, the contract would be great. But definitely Champions League glory would be his biggest motive. I don't think Chelsea can do much, especially since they're going to be in the um, Europa League this year. So, But to see how that goes going forward. Second question I wanted to uh, jump into was actually about uh, the women's national team. Because as you know, the Women's World Cup comes up next year. Uh, and uh, this is Julie from New York City asking... What are the chances the United States women's can repeat as World Cup champions? Uh, very strong. They're very strong. You're going to see the likes of the uh, Alex Morgan, uh, Megan Rapino playing in the team more than likely. Uh, uh, these are uh, longtime uh, women's team players. Uh, pretty much, you know, the core of the team will be intact from the last World Cup they've been in. Uh, I think USA's chances are very high. They're one of the best teams in the world. They don't really play around when it comes to uh, when it comes to really just playing this game. They are the top of the top, best of the best, the elite, the elite. And you know, the women outshine the men so bad. We don't even get them the full praise they need. And they're probably going to be the most favorite team to win the World Cup. There's Germany. There's Brazil. There's Canada. There's France. I don't know if Canada's in this year. Uh, I actually have to look at the Women's World Cup table. We need to find out who's in that. We're going to look into that. We're going to look into that in another episode. We'll definitely talk about that when the World Cup starts for the women's. I'd love to cover that, too. That's a great event. But I'd say their chances are pretty high. Uh, the women don't take lightly to this, these competitive matches. They are a very uh, premier team. This team is absolutely dominant. Could take on the men's team and easily beat them, in my opinion. Uh but you know what? To see what happens. I hope the women do very well. I'm expecting a win. That's how I, that's how I'm looking at it for now. So thank you to Julie, from New York. Thank you very much for submitting that question. So let's jump into um a couple of things. We'll uh we'll take some snippets from different spots around the world. What we're talking about. But the first thing I want to really go over is you know that Ronaldo transfer. Um, to Juventus. You know we covered a little bit on that. Two pieces I want to add to that. You know, I, I've been I I I got the chance to chat with a lot of soccer fans down in Miami, and you know their their thought about it was this: Ronaldo is going to Juventus for one thing, and that's to try and bring a Champions League trophy again to a team that hasn't been able to hit it for a while. And if he does it, it raises his stock as the goat. Because that's, that's what he's trying to strive after. If he's haven't already strived, strived and gotten in already, he's one of the goats. So, you know, Juventus, 
the challenge there, I think it's a tougher league than La Liga because you got to get through Napoli, uh, Inter Milan, AC Milan, Lazio is a team that can always uh, bother you. Roma is a team that can bother you. Fiorentina is a team that can bother you. Like there, there, there are teams there in Italy that can definitely give him some, um, some trouble. And even though Ronaldo's on the team, you don't think Juventus is going to be a dominant. Nonetheless, you don't really know if they're going to be able to really surpass that he used to in La Liga with Ronaldo's at Real Madrid. I mean, he was sweeping people out the water. And, uh, you know, I, also, I think, you know, Ronaldo to Juventus was a very big head-scratcher for me. I thought if he would go back to any team, it would be to Manchester United. I was really hoping he would. But they don't have the place for him because he's playing a left-wing striker position. So Juventus is definitely going to debut in a 4-3-3. It'll probably be Ronaldo on the left wing. Uh, Higuain in the middle. Dybalo has been playing right wing for Juventus. So he'll probably play on the right wing. Um... You know, I guess whatever falls suit will fall suit afterward. But um, you know, if he would, if if Ronaldo would have gone to United per se, I mean, I don't know where you really place him. And and that I mean, you have Alexis Sanchez already there, and they're for, and it's 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 forcing out Anthony Martial from the left wing. If Martial saw Ronaldo come in and just pretty much be like, I am never playing at left wing because if Sanchez is going to play there, then Ronaldo's going to play there instead. And Sanchez is going to have to play striker, right wing, or center forward. I'm going to end up being a backup for the rest of my career if Ronaldo plays here. So, you know, that wouldn't have been a good move. And they would have lost their youngster, and Ronaldo, and Martial would definitely have left. And, uh, I'm so sorry. I'm yawning during this podcast. Oh, my goodness. It's been such a rough, like, oh, long day. But anyway, you know, and you think about that team. We'll, we'll talk about Man United later on in the show, too. I want to touch on them a little bit as well. Uh, you know, you, Ronaldo is such a talent, but, you know, you don't really know where to play him now because he's aging. He's not going to get better. I mean, he is playing at a high level, but I don't know if you could say he's better. Maybe he is because the stats are showing improvement, but, you know, age is going to catch up to him. It always does. It always catches up to every player, no matter how good they are. They will eventually not be able to play at their best ability. You know, and it's just something that they have to realize. But, you know, Ronaldo is a high talent. I think he'll stay in effective mode for a while. We'll see how he does at Juventus. It's definitely a change of pace. I think it's a slower game in Italy. Definitely slower. More more clinical in terms of how you finish, though. I think it's very important you know how to finish. Take your chances when you take them. I think La Liga is just very fast, very spread, very quick. You know, pass, pass, pass. Run, run, run. Gun, gun, gun. Just rifle, rifle, rifle it in. I think uh, Serie A football is very methodical, very tactical football, clinching the right moment, the right time, right pace, right chemistry. You know, I think that's all important. So hopefully Ronaldo can build that at Juventus. Uh, Another uh, topic I wanted to uh, touch up on, uh, Manchester United, Jose Mourinho. uh, Definitely this is the season where he needs to produce a result, and it needs to be a title, and I don't think he's going to do it. I, I, I don't think this team can win. I don't know why. I just don't think they can. Uh, there's no names on here that stand out to me. You know, he's brought in Fred. He's brought in Diogo Delo. He's brought in, uh, what's the other guy? Lee. Oh, what's his name? Lee, Lee, Lee Evans. Yeah, Lee Evans, the goalkeeper that was from Stoke. 
believe his name's Lee Evans, and he's not even that good, man. It's just I I don't know what I don't know what what Mourinho's doing with this team, but it's just it's starting to be more of a head scratcher. Like he hasn't gotten Antoine Griezmann. He didn't get Ronaldo. Uh, Eden Hazard is not on the radar to come to United. He hasn't been obviously tasked to try and get there. Again, he plays in a position that United's unfortunately has filled. But you know, you take a look at the team. And what areas do they want to fill? I mean, think about starting lineup: Sanchez, Lukaku are definitely going to be there. Lingard played well in England. He'll be back. Rashford will definitely be back to play. Martial is rumored to be leaving, but I think they'll try and keep him anyway. So that's not going to happen. Uh and you just you'll go through that like Paul Pogba definitely staying. No chances he'll get transferred. United are not even going to try and sell him. They're just got to tell Mourinho you need to learn how to work with these people and make them happy because they're playing at a high level. And I think that's something. You know, it's funny, too. Like, I, I, I came across an article in ESPN, and it was talking about Mourinho's, Mourinho's uh, negativity. And I think they're right, man. He's got to leave that negativity at the front door. These players do not need to know that he is so into himself, the hothead. And just, like, I, I really wish that Mourinho was just a little more humble in his coaching. And I guess I'm asking too much of him for that. Because United also suffer from a lack of leadership as much as they suffer from a lack of winning. Sir Alex Ferguson, when he was leading United, he was a leader. You respected him. You revered him. But he also left freedom for people to play and thrive in a system that he thinks works. It was a 4-4-2. You know, it was was a system that was spread, even. Everyone had a job. Everyone did their job. They won trophies, man. United won trophies. They've won trophies with a 4-4-2, a practical English formation that's pretty much dead in regular football. I mean, Barcelona's using it, which is was shocking. Barcelona's using a 4-4-2. Uh, I don't even think Leicester City, that team that won the Premier League a few years ago in like a Cinderella season, they're not even uh, using the 4-4-2 anymore. Uh, I can't think of any other teams that use it. I think Stoke might use it, but they probably go five at the back. Because most teams just do in the end, just go five in the back when they're not doing well. And they're relegated, so who cares about them anyway? Uh, Watford used to use a 4-4-2. I don't think they use it anymore. You know, just, there's teams that just need to use the 4-4-2 and they just don't. It's such an effective formation. It really can work a team into some good shape. So, you know, I don't really don't know what, you know, Mourinho's got going on inside his head. But I do agree that the article was talking about his negativity, and he is very negative, and he needs to stop because this is a team that needs to be motivated to win right now. They have the pieces already there. They finished second last season with the team they had. Uh, I don't see why they can't finish in first. But they do need to add some more talent, I think, because some players did not meet up to the standards. They were bought for at the purchases and talent-wise, the training, but also there's an issue of just Mourinho's just not giving players a good enough of a chance, in my opinion, to succeed. I think he puts down his players too much. I think teams that do that and allow that to happen just, you know, it, it just it doesn't make sense, man. I, I just, I don't know why Mourinho's coaching this team. I know he's a great coach and all, but I do not think United are going to keep him past this season if he does not deliver them a title, or at least Champions League. Like, he needs to win the Champions League to essentially keep his job. So if he can't win the Premier League title, 
I say Champions League is, is his only way. If he wins the English League Cup and the FA Cup, I guess that's a start if he won, if he won those two competitions. And maybe he went like uh, quarterfinals. Quarterfinals in the Champions League or semifinals. You know, if he got that far in Champions League and maybe made sure he secured top four in the Premier League but won the FA Cup and the um the English League Cup. I think that's uh I think that I think that works. I think that works pretty well for staying. But I think if he doesn't win the Premier League or the Champions League this year, he's going to have to win it next year. And that's really when we get down to the point of him possibly getting fired. And I think that moment is starting to peak for United. I think it's starting to show this team will not tolerate much more with this guy. They brought him in specifically to win. And as much as he's done some trophy winning with this team, I do not think that United have played to their best ability. And I think that all in all, I think most of this season is a fluke if they don't win the Premier League or the Champions League. I think it's all fluke. I think it's all hype. They need to make more purchases. They need to buy better players. They need to get They need to get going because this team is falling behind. They're elite and they just don't know how to get this get this get these wins. You know, solid wins. You know, it's frustrating. It really is. It's really frustrating to watch this team struggle. Even though it's doing so well, you know, finishing second to Man City is not how you want to end a season. And it's just... I don't know how long the the, um, the front office is going to keep Mourinho on. I think he's on his way out the door if he doesn't win something this year. That's all I'm going to say about that. And moving on, to, uh, I want to go back to Chelsea. We've, we talked about them a couple times in this episode. Um... Sorry, the former Napoli manager, now managing uh, Chelsea. Good manager. I think he could get him back into shape. I don't know if he's a Champions League winning manager, though. But, you know, uh, we'll see what happens. Definitely uh, a good hire. The quality of managers in the Premier League is definitely getting good. Unai Emery at Arsenal. Sorry at, uh, I think his name is Maurizio Sorry. Uh, is at... Chelsea, Jurgen Klopp still at Liverpool, Pep Guardiola at Man City, Jose Maria Man United, Rafa Benitez at Newcastle. Who's just managing Everton now? Oh, that's right, the uh, Marco Silva, former Watford manager, is managing Everton. That should be a good... I don't know how that will go, honestly. But anyway, going back to Chelsea. Uh, Team's still trying to figure out, you know, transfers and everything else like that. I heard Marco Alonso might be out the door. William might be get bought by Barcelona. Let's see who else is off on the table. Fabregas, Morata, Alvaro Morata. After only one season, he might be on his way out. So we'll see what happens with Chelsea. Could be a good season for them. Definitely, the goal is to get back to the Champions League, so they have to place top four. I don't know if I have Chelsea finishing top four right now, especially with the potential to lose players. I think I have them finishing fifth this year. When I was writing down my um, Premier League predictions, as a matter of fact, you know, we got 10 minutes. I might as well run down these predictions with you guys. 
Um, and then I'll put like some detailed uh, explanations later, but I'll, I, I will show you this. Because uh, this is actually a, a good way to uh, end the episodes on Premier League predictions. But you know, Chelsea, just to start with them real quick, and then I'll, I'll go into more depth. You know, I think... Uh, I think Chelsea's problem is that with Antonio Conte, he was so loud, outspoken, you know, powerful managing presence. But he was, I think also his attitude also got in the way of the board of directors. And, you know, everything ended with him so badly. Like he's suing the club and everything. It's just it's a very bad look for uh, Antonio Conte right now. And, hey, I'll tell you one thing. Uh, he'll be back in the Premier League soon. He is a good manager. He got them to win a Premier League title, so I think uh, I think Conte is the uh, is the man right now. I think they need to try and lean on him to uh, to find some success going forward. That's just my opinion about that. But anyway, let's go actually into the Premier League table. I'll actually not give you guys the whole prediction. I'll actually just give you who I think will be relegated. And I think we'll do that. I think for the next few episodes, what we'll do is we'll talk about my top five, and then I'll just post like the longer-winded predictions in there that we guys can read what I'm saying if you guys don't listen uh, to the whole podcast. Well, you should listen to the whole podcast. What am I saying? You should always listen to the whole podcast. But if you guys want to read more detailed um, notes about these teams, I will post article articles on these predictions uh, in the coming weeks. So, yeah. Keep a lookout for those uh, over the uh, course of the next couple of weeks. But anyway, we have yeah about eight minutes left. So yeah, eight minutes, eight eight, eight minutes, six six seven minutes. Let's talk about these uh these rele- relegated teams. I think they're going to be out of the Premier League this year. Anyway, we must also remember Cardiff City, Fulham, and the Wolverhampton Wolves will be in the Premier League this year. New new teams. So the bottom three, I have uh, 18 through 19, uh, Southampton, AFC Bournemouth, and Cardiff City. Uh, Cardiff City coming into this league will be bounced out immediately. I do not see them making any moves in this season. I think they're going to fail miserably. Uh, They do not have a team to compete in the Premier League. They need to buy a ton of more players. I don't think they'll have the money. They don't have the cash. I'm pretty sure Cardiff City's just gonna be a one hit. Hey, we're in the Premier League. Then they're gonna get probably get skip bounce right out, straight out. I don't see this um, governing any concern going forward. Just simply, you know, not enough power in that team to really uh, keep them at the relegation spot, bottom table. In nineteenth, AFC Bournemouth. I think their run has ended. I think Bournemouth showed. They were finally reeling from their what's been a really strong Premier League campaign and staying in the top ten, top fifteen. You know, I just think they've they've done everything they can to stay up. I think they've tried to buy players and be as competitive as possible. And I just don't see them keeping this run anymore. I think Eddie Howe's a great manager. I think he should continue managing them. I don't think he should be fired. I think Eddie Howe honestly may look for another opportunity going forward. I think he deserves that. I think he's a wonderful manager. I just don't think AFC Bournemouth can, at this current state, uh, win, a, win their way out of the relegation zone. Do keep in mind, these are all preseason predictions. Once the teams change transfers-wise, 
Um, you'll have a better idea of what I'm talking about. I'll have a better idea of what I'm talking about as well. And trying to just make sure we know. You know, when when these teams are predicted, this is just purely based on what their rosters are right now. Uh, and then the last team I have in uh, the relegation spot in 18th is Southampton. I think their run has also come to an end. They've also put up as strong a Premier League campaign as possible, but they've just been the feeder club. They're a feeder club for these bigger teams, and teams just don't waste their time when it comes to just picking this guy's brain. Like, they'll probably hassle with him for minutes and hours and hours and hours to get a good deal. And he's, you know, I don't know what the board directors of Southampton are doing. I don't know if they're trying to refund the club, but i tell you one thing. If they keep selling their star players, they're not going to be able to do anything. They cannot be a feeder club. They cannot be a team where they accept a huge offer from a top five team. They need to set an example, precedent, that, hey, we're not going to be pushed around here. Well, the way this roster looks and what Southampton is known to doing, I think relegation is honestly being... I mean, relegation 18th, for that matter, I think is being pretty nice. They should probably be bottom of the table, but I'm going to say Cardiff City, AFC Bournemouth, and... Southampton. Uh, and going forward, you know, we'll see how the table shifts. We'll definitely do an episode next week. We'll talk about um, places 11 through uh, 17. Uh, that's what I definitely want to tackle next. So that's really, you know, all there is on the Premier League predictions I have so far. And, you know, I think that's honestly a good place for us to stop for now. I think we've done pretty well uh, so far with the show. You guys have been really responsive. The views have been ridiculously high, and I'm very proud of that. I uh, really hope you guys continue to listen to the podcast. Once again, MyFantasySportsTalk.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Spotify is what I use. I'm on Spotify. I'm on a ton of stuff, man. It's 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 amazing. It's just amazing. This whole this whole show is just a ton of fun. I'm sorry I didn't get a chance to record sooner. It's just like now that I'm back, I can finally record. And you know, we'll definitely make sure we keep you guys' questions uh, flowing through the mailbag. We love the questions you guys send. Uh, as always, make sure you hit up the Hattrick Podcast mailbag at hattrickpod.com. Follow me on Twitter at the Davis Toronto. You want to get to know me more and learn more about my soccer practices and yada 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 <laughs> Seinfeld joke. Anyway, uh, great show, guys. I'm gonna take off right here from now. Uh, we'll we'll tackle the Premier League next week. We'll tackle some um some Bundesliga. We'll talk about some Bundesliga as well. Uh, German football, uh, Ligue 1, France. We'll talk about them and get your questions in the mailbag. We'll get them. Get them out there in the open, all right? So for, for me, your boy, DDT, I'm saying peace. The podcast you just heard was published with Anchor. Got something you want to say to the creator of this show? Send them a voice message using the Anchor app, free for iOS and Android. <laughs>